Blog Talk Radio. Again to Madam Perry Salon, the podcast that loves you, the podcast with more celebrities than the inauguration, and that is the truth. I'm your host, your groove mistress, and your spiritual advisor, Madam Perry, but you can call me Jen, Jennifer, JP. I'm just happy to have you here and happy that people are listening. By the way, if you're listening live tonight, June the 10th, 2020, and you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, there is, I believe, a fuchsia rectangle up near the top with the light letters that says follow. Um, If you haven't already, please click that and follow, because the more you follow, either on Blog Talk Radio or on, oh, what else, Apple iTunes, um, uh, what's it, Stitcher, Podbean, all the other platforms, whichever one you listen on, if you follow it, that helps me to grow and helps me to continue to bring all the fantastic guests I've been having, as well as uh, guests that I've got coming up, and guests I have, like the one tonight. So this is, um, thank you, everybody. Uh, Lately, I've had a big spike in listeners, and thanks to you, Responding to my guest. By the way, yes, I know. I know that I am supposed to uh, do a drawing for a book of poetry by Julie Blomicky and um, a thriller, a crime thriller by Matt Coyle. However, you know, I can't do the drawing myself. It just wouldn't look. It just wouldn't look legitimate, you know. So what I do is, I give it to somebody else do and do a video and I gave it to uh, a guy named Captain Anthony Lagrange he's actually uh, Tony Ballard's smooth but in my steampunk world he's Captain Airship Captain Anthony Lagrange and he's going to do the drawing on video in his uh, captain's gear his costume in um well, it's just going to be fantastic. So as soon as he gets that to me, then we'll know who won those prizes, and we'll get them out to you. Also, with me, you know, if you were here Monday night when my guest was Billy Vera, uh, the musician, actor, uh, music historian, you know that I had a very special co-host, my best friend, Kenya Colbert. Kenya, welcome. Thank you for having me again, Jennifer. I'm happy to be back. It's a delight. Now, I apologize. I gave you a sh- I kind of shorted you there on the intro. It's not like being my best friend is your only qualification. You're a life coach. <laughs> you're a pod. You're a podcaster, a life coach, uh, a writer, and I am just uh, just so proud to have you here. And did you had a good time with with uh, Monday Night, didn't you, with Billy Vera? Oh my gosh, I really did. If you haven't heard the show, go back and listen to it. You'll kind of hear how much fun I had. That was kind of embarrassing in the in the hindsight. I laughed way too much. 
he does not laugh too much. He has some great stories, you know what I mean? Some real stories like about, you know, uh, Jilly's mobsters and Frank Sinatra and, and Dolly Parton. He had all kind of great stories. You know, and people, if you don't recognize the name Billy Vera, uh, everybody knows the song at this moment. You know, it goes, what did you think I would do? At this moment, uh, it's just oh, yeah. and he's still good. He's got yes. a, a book out called Heart. Hmm? You there? I'm here. Anyway, okay, yeah, and he's got a book out, Harlem to Hollywood. It's a memoir, but he's got also a new book, a uh, history book called Rip It Up: The Story of Specialty Records, and. Uh, so, yeah, those would be two great books to read. <clears throat> also, uh, it's got a new CD out. There's also a documentary you can get. I think it's on Amazon or Netflix. That's the documentary that goes along with the book uh, Harlem to Hollywood, Billy Vera story. Yes. So if you want to check that out. Okay. So, you know, I have been tonight's guest and tomorrow night's guest. They think they know each other. They work kind of in the same genre or their genres intersect a bit. Okay. And you know, can you we were we were talking about um everybody being in lockdown, being with the same people over and over, even if it's somebody you love. <laughs> with the same people. Yeah. Right? And yes. so I thought, you know, what what better could I do for the for the people who were so kind as to listen to my show, to share it, to also help promote it on their, their social media as to give something for all the lovers. A week, not one, but two shows offering some uh, erotic sci-fi, erotic fantasy, erotic poetry. You know, everybody needs a Yeah, nobody wants to be doing that. Oh, yeah, and putting those together. Yes, you're right. You know, because you were, we've talked so many times. You and I both grow, grew up loving science fiction. Definitely. I I am a sci-fi nut. I really am. I When I found out that you were as well, I was like, and this is another thing we have in common. <laughs> another thing, another thing, you know, like, and probably since our, we know we've, we've been, it's been proven that our guardian angels are best friends too. They probably like it as well. But, exactly. Um, and, you know, you were telling me a little story today about finding some books when you were younger that you weren't supposed to find. You know, one time I was asked to babysit for a couple of couples at my church. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was two couples going out, and they were both at the church, and they said all the kids would be in the same house while they, two couples went out. And they said, and when the kids go to bed, if you're bored, we've got lots of books to read. I said, oh, I love to read. And they kept on, don't forget, we got plenty of books back there. Okay. Okay. No problem. You okay. Talk to me. I love books. Lord of mercy, I'd never seen books like those. And I think I was, what, 16, 17? <laughs> so this was a long time ago. Well, you didn't have stuff out like you do now everywhere. You didn't have people exactly. you know, showing everything all, all the time. So uh, like, oh, okay. This is a definite education. So uh, <laughs> so now we've got the mix. we got a mix of erotic and sci-fi. And so I am going to go in here. Our guest tonight is, and well, hey, he's native of East St. Louis, uh, Illinois. He's an artist as well as a writer of erotica and the art, author of six books, including his most recent, Cosmic Storm, which is impressed. He's the co-editor of, and I know I'm going to say this wrong, so I'm going to have to ask him, to, 
Psy uh, Erogenous 1 and 2 uh, are, has been featured in other sci-fi magazines, Genesis Science Fiction Magazine. Um, his poetry has been published in Poetic Gumbo, I Want My Poetry too, and uh, Volume 2, and Hurricane Katrina Couldn't Break It. So you know I haven't read that, but you know that's got to be powerful. But anyway, so let me go ahead, Kenya. Right here in the genie bottle, let's, let's fluff him up a nice cushion. It's his first time here. And uh, welcome to the genie bottle of Madame Perry Salon, Quentin Ville. Thank you, you. Thank you. Thank you. Cool. <laughs> You're welcome. Glad to have you here. Are you comfortable? Have you ever been in a genie bottle before? Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> well, come on yeah, in we'll, here. Squeeze yourself on yeah. over here and on the couch. <laughs> what? You see how I pulled the blinds? You see how I pulled the beads back for you? <laughs> yeah, a little beaded curtain. Yeah, we want everybody to feel comfortable. You know, one of my first guests, I had never said this, but one of my first guests that was came on after when it was still a blog and not a uh, – before it became a podcast – Went back and told the mm-hmm. world, I've been to Madame Perry's salon, it's like the inside of Jeannie's bottle. So the secret <laughs> was out then. So Jeff, I used to sit down, get comfortable, relax. <clears throat> so talk to us. I, I don't know where to begin. So I'm just going to start off with, apparently you must have been, usually people that are into science fiction get started at an early age. Were you always a science fiction fan when you were younger? Well... I I haven't I haven't written um poetry um at a younger age but I had written I started writing poetry um uh about 8 9 years ago um I started writing poetry on my computer and um I had a lot of poetry and um my significant other, you know, she was checking it out, and she said, you know what? You know, she said, you know, you can start writing books. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I, I said, you, are you serious? She said, yeah. I said, oh, I, said, I never thought of that, you know. So she started checking them out and started reading them, and she said, you know what? You know, she said, I, I can edit them, you know. She said, you can, you can, uh, you know, get you some books out there. So, um, I started getting my feet wet a little bit, you know, and I got my first book out there. And, you know, by me being an artist, you know, I know how to draw too. And, and um, you know, I got a little art out there, you know, you know, from poetry. And, and she started editing her poetry. And, and uh, I got my first book out there. And, I didn't. I didn't think it was gonna, you know, go as well. And uh, I was surprised. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was. I was very surprised. So, and uh, I was like, "Wow!" So, you know, I was like, "Man," you know. So, um, I was very surprised. So, like, can um, I say something? <laughs> can yeah. I say something yeah. real quick? So. Mm-hmm. You know what they say behind every good man is a great woman and I'm 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 hearing that great woman behind you helping you to bring out what was already that talent inside of you. 
I love that. Yeah. That's a great. Yeah. You, and yeah. you call her your significant other. I see why now. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, she, um, yeah, first she inspired me, you know, I was like, at first I, I thought I wouldn't do too well. I was like, well, too many people not inspired by poetry, and and uh, I was like, well, I said, I don't know. <laughs> she surprised me. <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. so when you got a good one. Got a good partner, yeah. you listen, you listen, because they only have your best yeah. interest at heart. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Quentin, with your um, with your poetry, when you first started, like, what's your genre? What, what, where are you when you first started compared to where you are now? What were you writing that you thought maybe people aren't ready for it, but you found out that actually they were? Well, I started, I started writing erotica. And um, I started writing erotica, and mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, they was feeling it, and um, I started writing, and um, I started changing up, seeing why I can, um. You know where I can go from there. See what mm-hmm. I can go from there, and so I started writing short stories. You know, sci-fi short stories. Okay. You know, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Cool. And so. Will you tell me? Get, let Let me get a. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. And um, I was like. Let me see if I can write, you know, short stories, sci-fi short stories. And so, you know, I started writing, you know, anthologies, you know, and other people's books and stuff like that. And and um, I was like, you know, writing. And she, you know, was reading them. And, and she was like, you know, oh, wow, you know, stories. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and she was, right. you know, she, she was digging them. You know, I was like, wow, you know. Okay. Not only I can write poetry, not 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 only I can write poetry, you know. And uh, she said, you also can write short stories as well. I was like, I was like surprising okay. myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's oh, good wow. Feeling, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. let me <laughs> let me ask you something mm-hmm. about about where where your your background is and all this. Uh, before <laughs> you began writing poetry and sci-fi and so forth, um, where who were your favorite sci-fi writers and and poets? Um, let me see. Um. I really liked, well, I really like reading Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like reading Stephen King and uh, um, his books. Mainly okay. his books, yeah. yeah. 
I used yes. to be a real big Stephen King um, reader as well. I used to love his books until he actually scared me away from his books. I I just was overwhelmed <laughs> with too many details. <laughs> but I used oh, yeah. to like him. But he's the best. Um, the best horror writer to me because he just scared me from reading him. I, I remember my first book that I read, uh, my mom mm-hmm. was an avid reader and she read a lot of them, but I remember it. And I was a teenager when I read that book mm-hmm. and it scared me so bad that wow. I was intimidated by him. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, okay. you know, he's 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 one of the best to me. I mean, I mean, he just put it out there. I mean, you know, in his movies and his books and right, he's one. So he's, realistic. He's one of the best. Yeah, yeah, he is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well. Oh, I have something else I wanted to ask you about too. Since you worked with different um, anthol- worked with different anthologies, and that's and the thing I like about anthologies is, is because they include so many writers. It gives you a chance if you buy it because there's one or two people in it that you like or you like the theme. It inter- gives you a great introduction to so many other writers that you like that you might not have known about, and you've worked with a lot of those. Could you tell me something about and and you're going to have to start off by by helping me uh, pronounce the name of it, but I think you have a story uh, with a delightful title, and it's in a book called the Blerotica Anthology. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. All right, what is Blerotica? That's a word I've never seen before. Okay, this this an anthology. Uh, let me. Let me see. Yeah. Yeah, that's an anthology uh I had done a some poetry in. And I think you have a story, is it called Whispers in the Night? I mean that sounds Whispers lovely. Whispers in the night, yeah. 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 Okay. And um yeah, the Barotic Anthology, and it's edited, I believe, if I'm right, by Cranston Burney and Penelope Flynn. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good yep. one. So, so yeah, please, if, if I pronounced it correctly, or if I didn't, let me know. But so, what what is uh, what is Blerotica? Blerotica is a. I got the book here. It's a sweet, sexy, and special dark. <laughs> All right. Hot and spicy. Got that little laugh it's, going on. It's very, very, it's very, very spicy. <laughs> sweet. So sweet, sexy, and special dark. Is that what you said? Or sweet, yeah. spicy? You, yeah. You know, it's, I have. It's very hot. It's a very hot book. I love it. I love it. I love so it. I, I love it. So let me ask you, Quentin. So I've read some Lerotica before, um, and it's like, and I guess they get that name from. If I'm, tell me if I'm wrong or not. I, I've, it's been so long, but um, it's just erotic literature. So they just call it yeah. lit. Yeah. 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 Y
lit yeah. erotica, so it's erotica, <laughs> so it's all together. So literature that's just it's it's spicy. I mean, I I had a friend that would I'm always consider it porn to words or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The story, you know, the, yeah. My story is a is about Catherine. It's about Catherine, you know. Um, it's a it's about Catherine. It's a Catherine's bus. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. Catherine's bus trip from NYC stops off in a small town where a kind gentleman gives her a refuge in her in a stately home where things go bump and grind in the night. <laughs> oh. <Yep>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. So can I ask a question? <laughs> Jennifer, mm-hmm. can I ask a question to Quentin right quick? So oh, please do. Is this the book <laughs> is this the book that you wrote with you co wrote with someone else or? With other people having yeah, written books. Yeah, it's an anthology. Yeah, it's her. Okay, it's, so, her it's her anthology. So, so I guess my question is: When two people are writing a book together, how do they handle the different ideas or the different um, situations that might come when one person might want to go in one direction and the other person might have already thought? or seen it going in another direction. How do you guys come together oh. to make that work? Oh, Quentin, well, Quentin, I got I got I got mm-hmm. I got to step in here, Quentin. Okay, I know mm-hmm. your significant other, your partner, Valjean Jeffers has been a guest on Madame Perry's salon, and she's a mm-hmm. fascinating lady, great writer. But yes, I noticed sometimes you two do write together sometimes, and so I'm so glad um I'm so glad that, that Kenya brought that up because I've been working on, in fact, Kenya and I together are working on a little series of radio plays, and my mm-hmm. husband and I are writing them, and this is the first time he and I have ever written anything together except for, you know, maybe a song, but uh, we've never written stuff like this together, and yeah, when you have a difference of opinion on a line or how something should go, please mm. help me out. Quentin, how, how do you do it to keep your relationship? That. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to go in a different direction. <laughs> like, like, uh, like, like, if you like, if you're writing something together, and one of you thinks there should be a different, um, a different response by a character or a different outcome to a conflict, what do you do? Be honest. You know, be okay. very honest. Yeah, just talk it uh-huh. out and just. You know, just be very honest and just talk it out and, you know, just go from there, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is it ever a this chance guy. when you have to kind of, um, like, who? and I hate to say this because it, it just comes down to this, whoever didn't win, <laughs> if their way wasn't yeah. encouraged, do you use it in another work somewhere, or you know how do you do that <laughs> to make everybody happy? I'm sorry, say that again. <laughs> so when you resolve well, that, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jennifer. No, you you, you go ahead, Kenya. 
No, I was just asking, like, once once you've resolved that whoever the person that that you decided to go their way, either they went your way with you or you went their way with them, so the other person's ending or the other person's um, idea, do you use it somewhere else in another project or maybe another place in the book? <laughs> Or, well, or and let me give my half to that question because usually when Kenya and I have a question, sometimes we both have we've got like a different edge to it. And mine yeah. is, if you're writing together, and one of you wants to, and this is a, I need this I need this answer really bad right now. If you're with your significant other and you're working on a script or a story, mm-hmm. and one of you wants to go this way, one of you thinks this would be a better line, one of you thinks that. And you both honest, like you say, you're honest, but you're both adamant that your way is right. What do you do? Do you do you do, do you uh, flip a coin? Do you arm wrestle? Do you uh, not talk? Do you hold out the longest? I mean, come on, tell me the truth. No, I mean, I mean, you know, we we respect each other. You know. Yes. You know our our. Um, ideas and stuff like that, but um, we usually see what we got to say, you know, each other got to say about Mm -hmm. it, but, you know, but we usually, you know, uh, respect each other's uh, ways of, uh, you know, you know, point of thinking, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. For example, you know, for example, if we, if if we have something, you know, to talk about or whatever, you know, we, you know, if she has something to tell me or something like that, or, you know, if I have something to tell her, you know, we'll sit down and talk about it. And, you know, she is, you know, listen to what I have to say to her or, you know, I listen to what she have to say to me and you know, we we respect each other's uh, you know oh, okay. views, you know. And that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Mhm. All right. Yeah. Well I'll tell you what, I'm gonna take just a little break for about a minute right here so we can all get another glass of water, cup of tea, a sip or something right now. And we'll be back In one minute, I'm here with Kenya Colbert, and uh, we're also going to be talking about her her new podcast coming up, and also poet Quentin Phil, so hold on. So, Chuck, talk to us about Fisdale being the Knicks' new coach. What's your uh, thoughts on that? Well, well, I'll I tell you right now, Ernie, it don't matter who going to coach this team. They don't got no talent on it. And I don't, I don't really feel I talk That's as truth. Hard. I don't feel I talk about the Knicks right Do now. Do you talk about lunch? No. <laughs> what would you like to talk about, Chuck? See, Ernie, I've been listening to a podcast called Madam Perry Salon. And I think Jennifer Perry, she's a great host. I mean, she got all these bestseller authors, roster, all the dip comedians. What about people we that could, don't have rings? Here we go. I got Real funny. Ah, Real funny. Ah, but I think she's great, and I think people would love her show. She got a great laugh. She make, The laugh come out of nowhere, like an eagle come in there and just steal the whole show. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's not terrible. All right, Kenya, 
I'm here. <laughs> All right. All right. So that that's a testimony if it's not terrible. All right. Before uh before <laughs> with you quitting, I feel like I hope you don't feel like you're being double teamed over here. But uh, no, no. Oh, okay. All right, good. Let's we want to keep it that way. There was something as we got started, I was so much, I was so excited to get into the show that I forgot something I need to talk to about and uh or need to talk about, and that is a lot of my friends, a lot of that uh, or people that follow me, often ask me, you know, when is my friend Kenya going to get another podcast? Because she was on the air. Now, Kenya, people know that you are a fantastic life coach, and I've known you long enough to know that that was what you were meant to do was to help people. I mean, you just have Thank a you. Um, you you are that, that is your gift. And you were a great life coach. You also began officiating weddings a couple of years ago. And yes, uh, yes. and like I said, as long as I okay. as long as I've known you, people have come to you for help on things and always just trusted your advice. And when I say a long time, Quentin, that means that it was I've known Kenya since nineteen ninety nine. I was her preschool teacher. Wow. That's how long I've known wow. her. And even in preschool even in preschool all the other kids came and even the teachers oh, wow. even the teachers that would uh, would come She's and ask funny. her for advice. <laughs> and she would get oh, wow. and uh, you see how kind she is. <laughs> <laughs> so um but uh, that's just something, like I said, that's just your God-given gift, but, you know, your wisdom to share. But, and, and you do it all with such love. But um, you've got something special and new coming up, and I want to hear about it. I think we all want to hear thank, about it. Thank you. Mm. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for allowing me an opportunity, actually, to share this new podcast with you guys. Because mm. of who I am, and I'm always working with people, and I absolutely love people. I decided to change five years doing that podcast, and I decided that it was time for a change, and I pulled it back, and I went back and 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 just tried to find the podcast that spoke to who I am, but also spoke to who others are. And so my podcast is a tribute to all of those people who find themselves being called to improve the world, to um, to make life better for other people. I'm Mm -hmm. titling this one, Wake Up Everybody. Wake Up Everybody. Mm -hmm. So if you know Mm -hmm. that title, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes had a song called Mm -hmm. Wake Up Everybody. (laughs) Wake Up Everybody. That's it. it. Oh, yeah. And he's he's actually telling the world that it's time for a change, and it's time to change those old ways of thinking and those old ways of doing things, and it's time to do something new. So it's a call to people. I interview, I talk to those people who answered the call, those people who wanted to feed the hungry, those people who wanted to make sure that um, children had a place to sleep, had book bags, had um, a way of getting to school. The entire show is actually highlighting all of the positive people who are doing positive things in the world who didn't have to, those people who felt like they were called to make Mm. a difference, those people who answered when they didn't have to and, and got up and got busy when they didn't have to, when no one else did. So on this show, I, I'm so excited for it because yes. it's an opportunity. 
Yeah, to just look at all these people who are doing, especially with what's going on in the world today, from Mm -hmm. all of these different situations that are going on, our essentials are not always those people who we think are the essentials. They are essentials, but there's some more essential people out there as well. And so I, I open my platform up and I introduce these people and give them an opportunity to come on and share who, what, when, where, and how they got started and who's um, influenced by it, who helped them along the way, how can we help them do better. So that that's kind of just a quick rundown on what the show is about, but it is about timing. So I'm hoping, I really am hoping that when your listeners are not listening to Madam Perry, because she's got to rest sometimes, guys, <laughs> three days a week. <laughs> But on those days, and that's going to be one day that they can well, and you know what, hopefully Kenya, people, people looking for, uh, I see people out on Twitter and so forth saying, since they're, since they're home or whatever, they say, hey, give me some more, uh, give me some new podcasts to listen to. What do people listen to yeah. when I'm running or when mm-hmm. I'm driving or whatever? And I think yours will, is going to be a hit um, because of you, because of the subject. And, you know, when I think about that song, Harold, um, yeah, the, the lyrics of the song, you know, wake up everybody, no more sleeping in bed, no more backwards mm-hmm. thinking, time for thinking ahead. Right. The world's changed so much right. uh, from what it right. used to be. So much hatred, war, and poverty. I mean, all the lyrics. I mean, that's just right. the first verse, but all the lyrics of that song. There is not every single syllable in there is valuable. Is needed. It's, it's it gets to the heart of the matter. Right. And I am was just so proud to hear. Yeah, bring the people who are doing it that don't have to do something. That you know that that make it yeah. take it upon themselves. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be great. When are we going to be able to hear this podcast? When are you going to launch it? Fourth of July, Independence Day. You got a lot of okay. got a lot of <laughs> a lot of symbolism okay. there. Yeah, symbolism. Okay. Yeah. Independence Day, Fourth of July. We will be launching right. it. Go. I'm so excited. Okay. 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 And you know, everybody knows. I'm going to be sharing it on all of my social media, and if I have to come to people's houses and you know in a hazmat suit and make a turn on the so that they won't miss anything, so they'll remember. Hey, people won't remember, and not that people are stupid, but these days, you know, we don't know. What did I see something? Wait, a couple of months ago. In fact, I, uh, I saw this uh, thing on on Instagram. Somebody said, "Hey, we're day number whatever into the uh, lockdown, and it's like I'm in Vegas." I'm yeah. losing money by the minute. Yeah. Losing money by the minute. Nobody knows what time it is. And alcoholics are acceptable all the time. So it's like right. And so people forget yeah. what time, but I'll make sure they know. And of course with podcasts, you don't have to listen on the broadcast. You can always download it later and listen when you have time. So exactly. all right, Kenya, thank you, thank you so much. Thank and we are you. gonna all be listening for that. All right. Yeah. And of course I know that Quentin. Quentin Veal and Valjean Jeffers, I hope, will be listening to it as well. So, Clinton, yeah. tell oh, yeah. me more oh, yeah. about your work. Okay. Talk to me. Talk about other sci-fi magazines and everything. Because your art's well, been other sci-fi, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a a portrait book um, recently came out. And it's called Cosmic Storm. And... Uh, 
Uh, I have some poems in there and sci-fi poems in there. Um, one poem called Space Warrior. Um, another poem called Afro Love and uh, the title, the title of that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where? Yeah. Where did you? Now, of course, a lot of the questions I I would normally ask somebody are like before this all this change came about in our lives, but um. Where can people find? I know they can find your books as well as Valjean's at uh, on Amazon, uh, at Barnes and Noble. They can order them at different places. But mm-hmm. where do you normally, in a normal world, do you normally get out to conventions and so forth, or out places where you can read excerpts from your books? Yeah, you 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 can read excerpts and from uh, e-books and. Smashwords, you know, you can go to Smashwords and uh, download, you know, some e ebooks from there and excerpts from there too, and and the uh, majority of everybody, you know, uh, downloads, you know, my poetry from there, Smashwords. I like the. Um, yeah. I was look if you, also if you Google Quentinville, there's, there's a book called The Collected Works of Quentinville. Uh, right, and right. Starts and says, for the grown and yeah. sexy. Yeah, Collected Works, United Souls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My okay. Fire Desire. Yeah. Um, do you do you hear from your readers a lot? Do they tell you what they like about it, or do they? Ever say, uh, you know, write more, write more like this or that, or. Well, they 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 tell me, you know, um, you know, I mean, they tell me, you know, when they buy my books and, you know, they write reviews and they tell me, you know, they love it and I do good work and, um, but, you know. They tell me um, I need to write a little bit more, but <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm trying to, I'm yeah, I'm trying to, you know, you know, write a little bit sci-fi, but you know, but they, you know, they, you know, they mainly wants me to write erotica and stuff like that, but you know, okay. Well, Are you working on something new now? Oh, sorry, Jennifer. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just asking if you were working on a new project now. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to currently, you know, get this um, cosmic storm out, and you know, I'm trying to currently get that out. Okay. And uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Well, mm-hmm. all right. I like that. I like to hear that. Well, listen, um, by the way, tomorrow night we've got another night of sci-fi love with Milton oh, Davis. Okay, you okay. know Milton, don't you? <laughs> all right. You know Milton Davis? 
He's been here before. He was on the show about a year or two ago. Uh, Milton Davis writes. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I was first introduced yeah. to him by uh, Becky Kyle, Rebecca McFarlane Kyle, because she said, you know, he writes mm-hmm. Afrofuturism. At the time, that was the first okay. time I'd been introduced to that word. And she goes, yeah, Afrofuturism, that's things like, uh, you know, Black Panther and so forth. And also, he right. writes, you know, I'm into steampunk really big. And, uh, but, uh, Milton says his books are steam, you know, steampunk, and there's uh, diesel mm-hmm. punk. Uh, Milton calls his books steam funk and diesel funk. But anyway, Milton Davis is going to be here tomorrow night, so I hope that you, Valerie, wow. can listen to him too, and uh, yeah, yeah, call back definitely. in. Yeah. And I just want you to know, we wish you all the success in your books, your poetry, your fiction. Oh, thank you. uh, just doing a great job. Hey, you're there for the lovers. Oh, you're there you. for the readers. I think that's fantastic. And just very proud of you and glad that you took the time to come on the show tonight. Um, oh, yeah. Thank you. Also, Thank you. Oh, it's, it's a pleasure. And also, um, see, don't forget, uh, tomorrow night, Milton Davis. That'll be June the 11th, 2020. And please, don't forget okay. to subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast here. And if you listen on mm-hmm. Stitcher or Apple iTunes, leave a review or something. Also, Kenya, I think, and don't forget, Kenya's got a podcast coming out, folks. It's okay. Wake okay. up, everybody. It's going to be great. Now, I think, uh, let me see. Kenya, I think, you know, sometimes I go out playing one of my songs. But recently, Boo Sedano was back on here. And, Ooh. Um I know, I know, and he is the oh, he's a sweetheart, and so let me tell you, he's got a new EP called um, called Spirals Volume One, and um, yeah, and you know, I think this, um, I think last month was the eighth anniversary of his um, of, of his late wife's passing. You know, Donna Summer. Oh wow! Yeah, and. Uh, so um, I think there's a song in there that says uh, you could you could feel it has a lot of Donna in it. And he worked on that Donna Summer yeah. musical, which would have been a tour down here in the South if we hadn't mm-hmm. had uh, everything shut down. That's but right. But anyway, I've, I've got a couple of Bruce Sudano songs here. One of them is uh, off of his new CD, and one of them is mm-hmm. a song he wrote that you know from his wife singing. Also, Jamiroquai and Anastasia do a good job of the song, too. So yeah. I'm going to go out mm-hmm. with, let's see, do I have another, uh, I think I have another comment or question. Okay, so we're going to go out, well, which one will I pick? I know. We're going to go out, Boo Sudano, and a song he wrote, I think, with and for um, Donna. Duh. Let's see. Oh, by the way, oh, 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 Quentin, why didn't you oh, say oh, something? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh! I gotta say, <laughs> don't forget your web. Their website. Uh, the website is oh. Jeffers, V J E F F E R S and A N D Q V L Q V E A L dot com. That is their website for Valjean That's Jeffers correct. and Quentin Veal. You can get their work. You can buy the work. You can buy everything. And right. if you want something edited, mm-hmm. uh, you can hire them for that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, everything you want. Uh, yeah. Go to the website. In of fact, course. if you can't write it down because some people listen in the car, they listen while they're jogging or, or on the treadmill, I will share this website mm-hmm. as I have before, but I'll continue to because I, I think you're both wonderful. I will share the website. Thank you. V. Jeffers and Q. Ville on all of my social 
Media. And uh, get that. So people can get that. All right. You say I'm out on the street at night, picking up all kinds of strangers. You can't score if your pocket's tight. Do you want a good time? You ask yourself who they are, like anybody else. They come from near and far Bad girls Talking about the sad girls Sad, 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 sad girls Talking about the bad girls Now it's Friday night And the strip is hot Sun gone down And they're out to